Welcome everyone, my name is Brandon Thomas, and you're listening to On and Off the Field, the show all about the Minnesota Vikings and other Minnesota sports teams. This week's episode will be all about the first unofficial depth chart that the Minnesota Vikings released earlier this week, as well as some other training camp stories that have come out of camp so far. Also looking forward to the Minnesota Vikings' first preseason game of the season, and they play against the Broncos on Saturday, August 14th at 3 p.m., And there's definitely some things to watch for, but we'll get into that a little bit later into the episode. So starting with the first unofficial depth chart for the Minnesota Vikings that they posted earlier this week. Some of the key takeaways from this depth chart is starting on the offensive line is Rashad Hill is the starting left tackle as of now. And then Ali Uda as the starting right guard. I assumed that we could see the Rashad Hill change. But as of right now, Rashad Hill is probably the most ready left tackle on the roster. And Ali Uda has improved every day of camp from the sounds of it. And he's a big guy. And I think that his kind of body type fits what the Vikings need at a right guard. Is kind of just a behemoth of an offensive lineman. But he's still agile enough that he can do the pulls and everything else athletically that you want an offensive lineman to do. And he does that at a pretty high level. So I'm not too worried about him starting at that right guard spot. Although I would like to see Wyatt Davis be on the second team. But he was on the third team at that right guard spot. I assume that was more due to the injuries. And that the Vikings aren't going to put rookies at starting positions as of right now. Kind of make them earn it. Kind of give them a little boost in their progression. Give them a little motivation. But moving on over to the defensive line, the Vikings have Stefan Weatherly over DJ Wanham at the right defensive end spot. I think that's a little surprising. I think maybe it's more that Stefan Weatherly is more of a veteran, and he's played with the Vikings before after spending a season away from Minnesota. I don't really like that as of right now. I'd rather see DJ Wanham at that right defensive end spot, but He could be splitting snaps, and just because Stefan Weatherly has a veteran experience, he might get the nod at the starting defensive end spot, but in reality, DJ Wana might get more snaps, and I think that that is kind of something we need to look for on the Saturday game against the Broncos, and I guess every preseason game, but that one especially, just to see kind of the progression of DJ Wanham from last season to this season, and I would expect to see DJ Wanham get a pretty significant amount of snaps in this Saturday's game. Sticking with the defense, the Vikings have Brashad Breland over Cam Dantzler at that number two corner spot, with Patrick Peterson being the number one corner. I think that's a little surprising, just considering that Cameron Dantzler did really well last year, despite being a rookie. And he was a third-round pick and performed at a pretty high level. And he was probably the best Vikings corner that they had on the roster last year. So I think having him as the number three corner is a little disappointing. I could see how Cameron Dancer is probably a little frustrated with that, being Brashad Breland on a one-year contract coming in and taking over his number two corner spot. But just like the Stefan Weatherly and DJ Wanham thing, I would assume that Cameron Dantzler still gets the outside corner spot where Brashad Breland can kind of 
move inside a little bit more than we would see Cameron Dantzler do. And it might be, like I was talking about with the rookies, how the Vikings don't put rookies at that kind of starting spot. They could be doing the same with Cameron Dantzler, with putting him at number three to give him a little bit more motivation to kind of win his spot, kind of show that no spot on this team is guaranteed. But I guess we'll just have to see where that kind of all plays out later. But then again, there should be something said about how Brashad Breland is the number two corner on this Vikings defense that hopes to be in the probably top 10 of the league this year. And Brashad Breland was a late free agency ad for one year, $4 million deal. And he's the number two corner on a starting top 10 defense, hopefully. I think that was a very good value pickup by the Vikings this offseason. And I think it was probably one of the more underrated ones of the season. Before I move into some more stories coming out of the Minnesota Vikings training camp, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. If you are buying or selling your house, think Woods and Water Realty for all your real estate needs. Contact Woods and Water Realty or go to woodsandwater.com. Getting back into things, the Vikings have opened up joint practices with the Denver Broncos this week, starting on Wednesday all the way through their first preseason game, both of the Broncos and Vikings preseason games starting this Saturday. And the main story from the Vikings side of things is that the defensive line has kind of been dominating the Broncos offensive line. And when the Broncos offensive line consists of Garrett Bowles at that left tackle spot, Dalton Risner, Lloyd Cushenberry at the center spot, Ryan Glasgow and Bobby Massey at the right tackle spot, I think that's a pretty good group for the Minnesota Vikings defensive line to be dominating. And I don't think that should come as too much of a surprise as we get Michael Pierce back, get Dalvin Tomlinson from free agency, as well as Sheldon Richardson and Armand Watts. The what would be fourth defensive tackle has been putting on a pretty good show at training camp so far. So the Vikings having four very good defensive tackles is kind of a crazy thing to be said considering a year ago the Vikings defensive line was it was very evident that that was the weakest point on the team maybe aside from the corner spots but I think it all started with the defensive line defensive line was not able to get pressures Yannick Nagakwe who got traded after four or five games was the leading sack leader for the 2020 Vikings I think that the defensive line was just a complete dumpster fire. And this year, the Vikings have seemed to turn it around. Obviously, getting Dino Hunter back and all of the guys I mentioned before is a huge help to that. But I think that the Vikings are going to finish the 2021 season with a probably top five defensive line, if not higher, defensive line in the 2021 season. And I don't think that should be too hard. Obviously, you probably got a little bit of a hole at that right defensive end spot. You've got Daniel Hunter in the defensive end one spot. But then on the other side of him, you got DJ Wanham and Stefan Weatherly, which isn't ideal. But then you can make up for it on the inside with guys like Sheldon Richardson, Michael Pierce, Delvin Tomlinson, and Armand Watts, like I mentioned before. I think that we're going to see some very special things from this Vikings defense and especially the defensive line. 
It should also be said that the Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks who were out last week due to COVID-19 contact tracing are all back at practice and are expected to play in the joint practices as well as for the first preseason game of the season. And Kirk Cousins will probably only play a handful of snaps. They've typically only play about 10 snaps. The first team offense usually only plays 10 snaps. So I wouldn't expect them to go too far away from that, especially this season. I think that with the injuries that they've had with the first team offense already, kind of some nagging injuries, I wouldn't expect them to go overboard with that. On some not so light news coming out of the Minnesota Vikings joint practices is Blake Prohl, the rookie wide receiver, who is having a pretty good camp so far, had his knee buckle when trying to make a cut in a one-on-one drill, and he was carted off to the locker room. I don't think it's too serious of an injury, but obviously we hope that his knee isn't too injured, and we hope that it's not an ACL injury keeping him out for the entirety of the season. But I think with the Vikings only having two wide receivers on the field at a time, typically, I don't think it's too big of a hit. I think that Blake Prohl was probably making the practice squad. I doubt he makes the 53-man roster. The Vikings wide receivers room is pretty loaded with guys like Dee Westbrook joining the team late in the season, but it's still obviously not a good thing to see. But ending this on a kind of a high note, but starting kicker Greg Joseph just made all of his five field goal tries on Wednesday of this week with a long of 53 yards. Greg Joseph was struggling earlier in Vikings training camp. We could equate that to the new long snapper and new holder that he's just not used to, but I think it's still a very good sign that we're seeing Greg Joseph hit field goals and at a high percentage now. I hope that it translates into the preseason and as well as the regular season, obviously. We don't need to have another situation like we've had last year and in many years past with poor kicking that honestly results into L's on the win-loss record. But I'll leave you with that, but that'll be the end of today's on and off the field episode. Thank you everyone for listening. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to tune into Sports Talk 105.1 next week or check out the podcast version anywhere you can get your podcasts.